Welcome to the Bold Money Revolution podcast. This is your source for straight-talking, no-fluff, business and high-performance conversations that add real depth and value to the way bold leaders live, work, and thrive. I'm your host, Tara Newman. I'm here to show you how to optimize your performance as a leader so that you can grow a business that is profit-rich, efficient, and allows you to generate real tangible wealth for yourself and others. We are here to help you lead with your values, to perform without overwhelm and burnout, and to do your most important work in the world. Hey, Tara here. You want to know the most stressful part of being a business owner? You want to know what that is? It's making sure you get paid for your expertise, experience, and effort. Most service providers have no idea how much revenue they need to keep the business going and to keep you going. Pay yourself too little and entrepreneurial poverty kicks in real quick. Pay yourself too much and you don't leave enough money in the business for growth and a cash cushion. When you worked for someone else, things were easy peasy. You met job requirements and each week money appeared in your bank account like clockwork. Now it's a little more complicated than that, so it's normal to be confused. After all, how many of us actually got a financial degree at the same time we were starting a business? From my experience working with micro business owners like you, setting a revenue goal is so difficult, most avoid it completely and just hope they bring in enough. It's also why you might feel like you're working way too hard for what you actually take home. Does this sound like you? I hear from women all the time that navigating their numbers and spreadsheets just isn't their jam. And can even be incredibly intimidating at times. That's why I've made it super simple, easy for you to calculate a clear revenue goal so you're able to pay yourself more than enough and to run your business with financial clarity, confidence, and competency. A clear line of sight will make it so much easier to manage your money and build wealth. This revenue goal calculator is programmed based on my work as a profit-first certified consultant, which means you will know exactly how much money you can afford to pay yourself, how much money you will need to save for taxes, and how much money you can put toward the running of your business. All you need to do is key in a few numbers and you're off the starting blocks. So grab your revenue goal calculator right now to get started paying yourself more. Visit theboldleadershiprevolution.com forward slash revenue or text revenue to 415-528-7403. That's text revenue to 415-528-7403. What comes first, impact or income? Today, we're talking about how your impact and your income are in an equation together. And some of you might be getting this flipped the wrong way around, upside down, turned around, and we are going to clarify impact and income today in our conversation. Now, you know I'm an epic batcher, so I'm recording this while I'm on sabbatical in August. And I wanted to share with you a little bit about sabbatical. So every August for the last four years, I take, quote unquote, take August off. And as somebody who is ambitious and creative and has completely created a business that she is obsessed with, I don't actually like 
going away for four weeks on vacation. So I take sabbaticals. And what I like about sabbaticals is it gives me the flexibility to create what I want and what feels good in my body and in my nervous system without being dogmatic about it. Where if I was like, I'm going to take a four-week vacation, that doesn't feel good to me. That's not appealing to me. I mean, like I get that we want to take four weeks off. And I definitely take four weeks off over the year, more than that in my business. But my sabbatical for me is about stepping back, stepping back, creating the space, creating that strategic thinking time where I can engage my brain differently than if I was spending the majority or, you know, my usual amount of time in client focused work. So I tend to get a lot of ideas while I'm on sabbatical. And I had this idea for this podcast. I'm going rogue. I'm letting you all know I have gone rogue. This is not the podcast that I was supposed to be recording as per my team, but I think it's important. So we are going to jump right in to how your impact expands as your revenue grows. Now, I have no intentions of talking you out of your desire to make a meaningful contribution in the world. As a matter of fact, I want you to have the biggest impact that you want. I know it's possible when women use their voices to boldly advocate for the change they want to see in the world. I do that every single day. It's become routine. I'm on sabbatical and I'm still doing it, right? It's a habit that I just can't shake but that's not how I started, right? That's not how this happened. It didn't start with me impacting millions. I started this business four years after going financially bust during the last economic downturn, or I should say a few economic downturns ago at this point, in 2008 and 2009. In the beginning of starting this business, I had no credit cards, And I needed to figure out how to replace my six-figure salary with all the juicy trappings of corporate America. Did I want to flee the fluorescent din of that cubicle farm to run off with the unicorns and make my mark on the world? In theory, yes, absolutely, 100%. I am a big thinker. I have big vision. I have my vision sometimes is so big it scares me to be completely honest. And I 100% wanted that really big impact in the world. But in reality, in reality, I was burned out as fuck. I was tired. My health was failing. I was trying to navigate chronic illness. And I really just needed to take care of myself. And that required cash, not followers, likes, nice comments, Parts, downloads. It required cash. And if anybody has been around long enough, you know that likes, hearts, follows, emoji comments, even people telling you how much they love your content does not always translate into cash. So in those days, my impact was a mere ripple, even though I knew I was capable of more. So as Stephen Covey says, put first things first, where you have to master and own what is right in front of us today, right now, before we can move forward to what comes next. 
Once the bank account started to fill and I was able to pay myself consistently, that's when I was able to start having a greater impact because my oxygen mask was on first, my nervous system was calm, I was able to have more clarity, I felt safe, I felt safe financially, I felt safe in my body, and all the things that I needed to do to make sure that I was able to pay myself consistently were the uncomfortable, challenging things that I needed to learn how to lean into so I could make a larger impact. These were the parts of me that I had to heal and navigate and find a process for and practice and all of those things so I could have a bigger impact. So even when you say, okay, I'm going to focus on income first. It's in service to that impact, that much larger impact that comes later. So that's when I started a podcast, right? It wasn't when I was first starting out or when I didn't have the money because the podcast is an investment of time, energy, and money. I needed time to record the podcast, which means I needed to being able to buy my time back. I needed to hire people who could help me on the delivery side and free me up. So I had the creative time, the recording time, and the ability to be consistent with that. I also needed the money to pay for some of the things that came along with podcasting. And initially they were less, but today they are much greater. This podcast takes quite a bit of capital to to produce and to send out in the way that we do. There's an entire team, uh, Stacey at Uncommonly More, that supports this behind the scenes, right? And if I didn't have Stacy and her team, my ability to do this wouldn't quite be here. It wouldn't be as consistent. It wouldn't be as meaningful and easy for me to show up in this way and enjoyable for me to show up in this way, right? So we needed to build that over time. And then I was, like at that point, I was already making almost multiple six figures in revenue when I started to focus on this podcast and having an impact. And then over time, long-term, not overnight, it took a few years, this podcast started to become the engine in my business that consistently helps me convert leads. But it didn't happen right away, right? It took time. And so I needed other ways to be making income before this podcast really took off and started to have an impact both on you, the listener, and me on the podcaster. So we spent years refining that strategy here before we invested in another impact generating activity. If you're not paying yourself or generating, you know, over that glorious $100,000 a year revenue, then you need to delay your impact gratification. You need to find it in smaller ways and you need to find the joy in making incremental impact instead of going for immediately launching into impacting millions. Focus on the few who value your work and who who already value the meaning and the purpose that you are bringing into the world. Because income is greater than impact until a point. Then the equation flips. 
right? And try to flip that equation too soon and the impact won't come. The more money I make, the greater impact I have in all aspects of my life. It's easy to lose sight of this as we become increasingly more conditioned by social media, likes, hearts, follows, downloads. They have rewired our reward centers and linked our worth to an algorithm. We've gamified connection and in the process disconnected us more than we might even realize, which is concerning on a whole. But for business owners, this has a much larger and, in my opinion, more sinister impact where entrepreneurs have started to feel more rewarded by social capital than actual capital, the real dollars and cents that keep their businesses moving forward so you can pay yourselves like the experts you are. And it creates so much harm. We are so draining our energy and our life force to these these tools. And I'm, listen, I'm not saying don't use social media in your business. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, can we evaluate the relationship we have with it and understand how it may or may not work for us in what we're trying to do in our businesses and with our business models, right? Because the more time we spend on there, the more I hear things like, oh, I felt rewarded by, you know, my, my posted really well, it got shared, downloads are up, downloads are down. And I'm no stranger to this. I look at my data, right? And I've had to really spend a lot of time with my data to the point that it didn't have an impact on my worth as a human being, and my value as a person, but I look at it and I go, oh, wow, like, you know, downloads are way up. Oh, amazing, amazing, right? Or downloads are down. Hmm, you know, what's that about? And we have to be able to get to a point of neutrality around some of these things, including money, because we don't want to get hooked into, you know, money being and defining our worth. But as a business... To keep your business moving forward, you need to make sales and you need revenue. That is how you can pay yourself. And money has always been a terrible motivator and short-lived. I spent a lot of my career in human resources. I did a very long stint in compensation where I was responsible for analyzing everybody's compensation in the organization and determining how we're paying jobs and what the pay grades are and what the pay ranges are and how people get raises and bonuses and and all of that stuff and it has always been in the research that that money is a short-lived motivator but it's what's beyond the money that is the real motivator things like the ability to have a business that survives and thrives for decades to come my business is my primary wealth generator And what I mean by that is each year, I hope to grow my business by 10%, 15%. I'm not looking to 10x. I'm not looking to double my business over a year. And certainly in the beginning, I did do those things because it's much easier to do that as startup on a pure early stage startup phase than it is to do that you know, as you are really getting into your business and looking to hopefully, hopefully make good, sound, 
decisions for the long term, growth starts to slow. And the reason why I look at this is like, can I can I grow by 10%? Can I grow by 15%? Because I think about my business as an investment. This is one investment in my portfolio. And I would want my investments to grow at 10%, at 15%, year over year, over a long period of time. So that's what I mean when I say this is my primary wealth generator. And then I take the profit from this business and I invest it into other cash generating assets so that my money is always working for me and I don't have to work as hard for my money. It gives me a tremendous amount of space. It gives me a tremendous amount of freedom, but we have to get to the point where our businesses are actually generating cash to use toward creating more wealth. And the things that I invest in, the people that I buy from, that is me having an impact. So when I am doing well and profitable and I'm paying myself and I can go and pay the hairdresser and the dog trainer and the um, private driving instructor and the local gym and tutoring center, that is me having an impact through my income on the people around me, on their businesses, on their kids, on, on all of those things. And I get to do that having a business, a career that brings me a tremendous amount of meaning and purpose. And that has an impact too. Me showing up with clean energy because I love my work. There's no friction here. I feel like I'm nurturing myself and being creative, right? And I am making money for that because if we don't make money in our businesses even though we are doing something that is meaningful and impactful, we do become resentful. And being paid for our work and being paid well, a premium, lucratively, as the experts that we are, not peanuts, not peanuts, not over-delivering and undercharging. When we can do that, then we also have the greatest impact because anything that we're giving in that case, we're coming from a place of true generosity because we're doing well and then the rest of the world around us does well. Now, you have to go beyond the actual dollars and cents. So why do you want to make money in your business? Why do you want to be paying yourself? Because we need to get serious about the actual rewards that come from getting paid so that we're not chasing these fictitious rewards of likes and downloads and page views and shout outs and shares and saves and all of those things that social media companies that big tech want you to be rewarded by. Because the more you're rewarded by those things, the more time and effort you spend creating content for them so they can keep eyeballs and attention on their devices, on their apps, so they can go sell advertising, right? That's serving their business model. It's not always serving your business model. So here's some things that can really be rewarding that money makes a contribution for. Experiences, a child's education, 
time freedom, health care, choices and opportunities, a peaceful retirement, improved mental health because you're free from the worry and stress. And there is a direct correlation between financial stress and mental health issues. Now, impact doesn't always lead to income, but income most definitely will lead to impact. So if you are ready to be less dependent on social media, on these marketing tactics and fads and algorithms so you can make the money that you need and want to make an impact, I want you to come and sign up for the waitlist for The Bold Profit Academy at theboldleadershiprevolution.com forward slash academy. We use a waitlist to enroll people. You have to be on the waitlist unless we are opening it up to more than the waitlist. But once you put your name on the waitlist, you are going to get an email from me and you are going to get a a personal personal email from me. I'm going to personally check in with you and ask you if you are ready to join the Bold Profit Academy. We enroll four people a month. That allows us to provide the best onboard experiencing for our clients right now. And even if you're not ready, when I email, just hit back and say, hey, not ready yet. Check back with me in a month. Check back with me in three months. I want to join at the end of the year, but wanted to stay connected. Can I ask you some questions so that when I'm ready to join, I can just come through? That's how that process works. So head on over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com forward slash academy and join the waitlist today. If you found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind.